Hey there, badass. This is Katrina Ruth here from The Katrina Ruth Show, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, thoughts, and suggestions, or anything that comes up for you from listening to this. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, please continue to listen, but also go on over to Facebook and join my free Facebook group, The Daily Ask Kickery for Revolutionary Fucking Leaders. It is full of incredible badass entrepreneurs and success-minded individuals like you, as well as a lot of random shenanigans type stuff and inspirational posts, business support, business advice, and more personal things from yours truly. I'll see you on the other side of the podcast. And don't forget, life is now. Press play. Every time I go to a different place, different vibe, different environment, it reignites my soul. Now, I've, I've fought with this story. Do you ever fight with the story of truth about yourself? Do you ever notice and observe a truth about yourself that's just inarguably true that when you you know like when i x i x when i do this thing i just get my flow on more when i do this thing i drop into creative vibrate when i do this i just expand and elevate to the heavens and i get the freaking downloads I fight against my stories sometimes. I think sometimes it's just good to question and call out your stories anyhow, you know, just to kind of, yeah, play a little devil's advocate with what you believe reality to be. Because for me personally, I didn't really want to have a story of whenever I leave the beautiful place that I live, that I then triple or quadruple my income. It's just kind of an inconvenient story. But the patterns were evident. And it's not like it was an issue to travel all the time. So we thought, right? Like at the time, a year and a half ago, whenever, or no, several years ago when we first noticed this, really, like like three, four, five years ago even, but spoke about it for sure a couple of years ago. And at the time, who would have thunk that it would become an issue? It was like, well, it's not an issue. Just make sure, like, don't let's not argue against this story. Like you enjoy a different vibe and a different environment. And when you go into a different space and place, you just get your creative flowing in a different way. You feel happy. You feel lit up. You feel, you know, in the joy of exploration and wandering and just seeing and doing new things and being even in a different coffee shop or a different gym, just simple things that are simple pleasures that make a big difference. And so just do it. Just, you know, go for a few days to a different place each month or a bigger trip to an overseas country or whatever. And so it was an easy decision to make, integrate it into the official operating procedures. And then apparently not that simple to just commit to ongoing travel after all, right? So all of which is to say that this little trip that I'm on by myself down here to Melbourne for a bunch of very exciting meetings, very exciting, that are going to happen tomorrow primarily. But I got in late last night and today I just had a day of go with the flow of being me in a, in a totally different environment and vibe to my day to day. And it was just such a reminder of like, ah, oh, my soul just expands not actually when I go to a different place, travel, be in a different environment, even though those can all be really great, um, you know, like activators, but my soul expands when I say yes to it. Because here's what I notice about myself when I go to a different city or town and I'm not in my normal routine. I give myself a higher level of permission to just be me because you've got that slight vacay vibe going on even if you're in, I mean, I've been working since 6am and at 6.38pm, fine, there was some pretty heavy duty shopping that occurred throughout the day, but that was only for an hour and a half. So even if we extract that hour and a half or two hours or whatever it was, a couple of hours 
through the middle of the day. I've been freaking in the hustle. It's not like I'm actually on vacation, vacation, but whatever. I don't feel like I've done a minute of work at all. So I've just been following the vibe of what I wanted to do. So really, it's not holiday vibes, vacation vibes, you know, taking time off or anything like that. It's nothing and it's everything. What it really is, is a higher level of permission to be fully me. Imagine to yourself right now for you, a higher level of permission to be fully you. What would that mean to you in this moment? For many of us, an environment change gives us an elevated sense of permission. It also can add excitement, energy, you know, spontaneity, um, learning, whatever, depending on what's going on in your different place that you've chosen to go. Even a different coffee shop can do this. But I never like to actually be in a story of something is the gateway to me being me. Me going to a different town is the gateway to being me. Me going to a different coffee shop is the gateway to me being me. Me clearing the things off my task list is the gateway to that I'm able to now be fully me. I don't feel like this is a helpful way of thinking, right? So instead, I like to look at what is the actual crux of the matter? What is the ultimate thing that occurred that led to, for example, for today for me, just feeling in such a beautiful super flow state of just going from now I'm doing this and then I'm teaching this training and then I'm speaking with my clients and then she'll do a little shopping and then, you know, clearing some emails and write my blog and do my journaling and whatever different things that were accomplished through the day that ultimately led to this feeling of super flow and activation and connectedness to my deepest truth, which is the exact place where my best creative ideas come from, wisdom, knowledge, downloads, marketing stuff, you name it, like the actual structural stuff of the business what is actually true about where all that came from? Is it different environment, different place, different space? Or is it that that stuff pushed me into, I'm just going to follow the flow of me being me today in an even greater, bolder, more audacious way than what I already do. And that's what it is. And earlier today, I was talking with actually several different client conversations today, and they all led back to the same conversation around beingness. But one client in particular was talking about particular, I guess, marketing methodologies that are taught that are kind of like just so or just structured or say that, you know, you've got to find kind of like your one approach that you're going to follow in business. And, you know, that she was wondering whether she should do that and really just figure out her kind of one core approach and then just get better and better at that. And I was like, yeah, look, you know, firstly, for sure, a lot of people who are teaching and preaching that shit are not getting the results they want and they're definitely not in alignment. And even if they're getting some sort of results, they're not in alignment. But secondly, not to be, you know, a party pooper about it, I'm sure there's some people that do it that way and they're so aligned and they're so getting results. So is it true though that the reason they're getting awesome results and that they're freaking loving it is because they're following this one kind of methodology or pathway or strategy in their marketing? Or is it true that they're following their creative flow and their alignment and that for that person happens to be one particular methodology? Now, I don't know. I can't comment on what's true for any other person. But I'm just kind of calling out the way of thinking and then going into, so if we notice that somebody's doing such and such over there and it is working and we actually know that it's working, we know, let's say that we actually know for sure that it's working, is it then that we should apply ourselves to that methodology or is it then that we should apply ourselves to the actual freaking methodology of what's going on here, which is that that particular individual is following their aligned creative flow? And I would suggest the latter. And so then I said to this client, I was like, well, 
you know there's nothing bad or wrong with just doing this kind of like one thing in what you sell or how you market and really dialing in your one thing because maybe your creative flow is in the dialing in bits of it and maybe that's where you find your fun and flow. I certainly know people like that who just love it, love it. And I love it for them because I love seeing any person who's in alignment in their, you know, vibe of them being fully them. But is that true for you or you? Or is it true that you following your creative flow would be a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of here, a little bit of there, a little bit of freaking Monica on the floor. I don't know where that came from. All over the place, right? Which is true for me, for my clients, and most likely for you. And so I said to this client of mine on the phone, I was like, you know what? These people are right. They are right. There is one thing. There is always one thing that it's about. But what I realized for myself along the way is that my one thing was me being fully me. My one thing was going all in, harder, faster, deeper, messier, grittier, and more gloriously, into the madness and mayhem of being fully me. And the fact that me being fully me is freaking messy, all over the place, talks a lot of shit when she's let loose on her own superfly supply, doesn't get to the point necessarily, but gets exactly to where she's meant to be, if left alone with her own self. And what I was doing before I really realized that and realized that the one thing was me going all in on being me, not going all in on a particular strategy, what I was doing before that was I was half in and half out of the camp of being fully me. I was sort of giving myself permission, which is not actually a thing, right? But I guess I thought that it was a thing. I was sort of giving myself permission to show up from a place of authenticity and truth and my own flow and my own way of doing things. I was half in and half out. You can't be half in and half out of being fully you. I love how my mum used to say it to me. She would say, you can't be half Christian. You got to be like, you're either Christian or you're not Christian. This is not a half thing. And that's so true about that particular example. But like, let's take another one. You can't be half pregnant. You're pregnant or you're not pregnant. There's no in between here. I'm Australian or I'm not Australian. I guess people can be like half Australian, half whatever else. Um, but you know what I mean, right? I'm Caucasian or I'm not Caucasian. This is just a finite thing. I speak English or I don't speak English. Okay, I guess you could half speak English. Fine, you get my point, right? But when it comes to being fully you, you can't. Like you're either being fully you or you're not being fully you. So which is it? So if you're half in and half out of that camp, you're all the way out of the camp. Just like mum used to say, if you're half in and half out, you're on the fence of being Christian, you're on that side of the fence. You're not being Christian. Some of you might not love this example. Whatever, you get the point of the analogy, right? And so I used to fight this battle where I was like, I'm going to sort of give myself permission. I'm sort of giving myself permission to be fully me. I'm going to be like a little bit messy, but not too much messy. I'll be a little bit me, but not too much me. Do you know I actually had a book agent one time many moons ago tell me that they wanted me to be fully me, just not too much me? Literally use that wording. Do you think that I fired them? you would be right. Do you think that I wrote ranty posts all over the internet about it afterwards without ever naming names? Hello. Yes, you would be right about that as well. Do you think that those posts would have kicked you up the butt and back into the glory of your own soul home? Most certainly. Do you think that it's hilarious? Do you think I can stop saying, do you think? Do you think that it's hilarious that the title of the motherfucking book was Screw the Rules, Just Do You? And then I was on this pathway of them like, no, no, we want you to be fully you. Just not like that. Just not, oh, just not that bit. No, take that. Oh, no, no, that won't. It actually was said to me, that won't suit 
the red carpet because it was a whole fame plan, if you will. And it was before I got all my um, tattoos. Well, I had tattoos already, but they were not this visible. It was before that. And then I shared that I would divinely like to get this done. And they said, no, you can't. You can't do that because it won't suit the red carpet. Hello, Ruby Rose. Why does she get to have tattoos all over her body and I don't? You know why? Because she was unapologetically already being who she was. So anyhow, moving along. Never mind about that story. The red carpet was just not destined to be at that point in the journey, I suppose. I don't even want to be on red carpet. I prefer purple. Fine, I admit it. If you drug me onto the red carpet, by which I mean dragged, not drugged as in like ingested something into my body, I would probably attend. Maybe. Depends. If I had to wear a mask, I'm definitely not going. Um, I feel like I've lost track, but not at all. Oh my God, Pink was asked to be like Britney Spears, was she? I feel like at this point in time, Britney Spears would like to be like Pink or like anybody else at all. Poor Britney. Send the love to Britney. Um... Yeah, he actually said that we want you to be like you, just not too much you, just not like that. He said both of those things. So that's what I was doing though. I was doing it to myself. So it served me jolly right that I ended up in that situation with that book guy, although that was afterwards. I was already in the thing of being fully me by the time he moseyed along in um, and then he moseyed along out after I kicked him out. Anyway... Thank you for the lessons. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. We did have some great sushi. So there was that. Um, but long before that, yeah, I had to make a decision. And it was a line in the sand. Because I was attempting to be me. I was giving myself levels of permission to be me. But then it's like you're scurrying away from the shore of being, ah, my feet got wet. I'm cold. And now I'm going to go over here and, you know, think about how to be. And so eventually my simple breakthrough that would be freaking obvious to anyone that didn't like to learn as slowly as I do. Firstly, I hate sushi on a side note, just so that we're clear on that. But I had the um, meat on the stick spit, which was delightful. Delightful. And some miso cod. This is like six years ago. I can still remember exactly what I ate. The cod was delightful. Um, the simple breakthrough that I had once I finally, you know, gave into the truth that was always there was that I needed to stop giving halfway permission to be fully me because there's no such thing. And I needed to go harder, deeper, grittier and more relentlessly into just being me and just doing it my way. And honestly, just saying, screw the rules, screw the anythings to anything that contracted, drug me down, saddened me, felt convoluted, heavy, just not right in my soul. This was the scariest thing ever and the best and most exciting and obvious thing ever. But it is scary to really say yes to what's inside of you because your mind will naturally just question the fuck out of it and tell you all of the reasons why that's not going to work. And as I've said to a couple of people today in different coaching conversations I've been in, your mind will like pick the things that are most going to be a sore spot to you. Like if you find it really important to be professional, which it's unlikely that many people here worry about that, but some of you will, honestly, just being super serious now. If you have an issue where you feel worried about being unprofessional, your mind will tell you that you being fully is unprofessional and then that'll kind of get to you. Or if you're a real high achiever and you want to be a high achiever and that's kind of one of your things, then your mind will tell you that it's being lazy or unproductive. And then that's how they'll get you. When I say they, 
I don't know, the demon monsters, the fears. Good morning, Brendan. Welcome. Um, if you have a thing about, I don't know, being like a proper woman or man or person or proper anything, proper entrepreneur, proper parent, then that's how we'll get you. Oh, you're being a bad parent. You're being a bad woman. You're being a bad man. You're being a bad person. You're being a bad human, something like that. It will get you in your weak spots. If you have a thing about sounding like you know what you're talking about and kind of like impressing others and other people thinking highly of you, then it will creep in around that and it will be like, you sound like an idiot. You're so repetitive. You're so lame. You already said that. Nobody cares. You're repeating yourself again now. I literally did just repeat myself again. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to listen to you. People don't think highly of you. They think that you're not a proper whatever. And it just goes in circles. So we have to get really, really good at calling ourselves out and forward on this stuff and just seeing it for what it is. And as I said to some of my clients today, it's kind of like you look at it and you, you say it. You go, ah, I see what you're doing there. Ha <laughs> ha. I see what you're doing there. That's cute. No, I'm going to continue to be me. So I had this most incredible super flow day today, just such a joy and delight to be in the beingness of being me and accomplished many fabulous things today and just had fun and moved my business forward and just got shit done in so many areas, but it felt like I did nothing at all. And yet somehow now, you know, 13 hours has passed and here I still sit. I didn't sit here the whole day, but you know what I mean? Um, it was because I gave myself a full level of permission. And I've got to be honest, even at this point in my journey, knowing and teaching the things that I do and sharing what I do, I still forget my own teachings or I put them aside, which is not really a thing, but I do because I'm human, you know? And then I don't even notice how it crept up on me that I'm adjusting, that I'm filtering, that I'm in halfway permission, that I'm like, oh no, this is my flow when it's clearly not my mother freaking flow to do whatever thing that I'm telling myself I need to do or that I committed to do or that I should do or that I got to do or that is what you do, you know? And today was such a great reminder for me of if I actually followed flow, how it feels, what unfolds, the supernatural energy that comes through, the supernatural knowledge and wisdom and creative flow that comes through, the soul certainty that comes through to where you just put aside your fears and your worries and your what ifs and the things that you've not yet figured out in your business or in your money. And it doesn't mean they go away, although fairly often if you go into this state inside of yourself, they do somehow just take care of themselves. But it's not so much that. It's more that you transcend it for that space in time where you tap in and connect into something greater than yourself and you're not just doing it on your own steam anymore. You're receiving, you're transmitting, you're downloading, you're being the vessel, you're allowing through and you're feeding and fueling your own beingness by being plugged into your energy source, which means that when you do invariably then at some point come back to, oh, i got to get shit done and look at my you know, money stuff and look at this and deal with the kids or whatever else, that you're equipped because you got plugged in and you're charged and you are in that connection ongoing to the energy source that has always been available for you. But yet so much of the time, you're trying to operate without it. And it's as ridiculous as expecting your phone to just keep going and going and going without plugging it in. As a human, you're able to keep going and going and going without plugging in. 
but in what capacity and with what output, right? So it's never, oh, the environment did it or the thing did it or whatever, even though these things are awesome activators. It's the letting go into permission did it. So what if you gave yourself permission to let go into being deeper, messier, harder, more full of you? It's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Katrina Ruth Show podcast. I would love to hear from you if this spoke to you or if there's anything you'd like to give me as a feedback or suggestion or just share what came up for you. Please do connect with me over on Facebook. Go check out my website at thekatrinaruthshow.com. And if you really got a lot out of this episode, I'd love if you would share with your friends or maybe even leave me a review here on iTunes. Have an amazing rest of the day. Remember that what you feel inside of you is real and it is available for you now. Don't forget, life is now. Press play.